From the Financial Times in London, I'm Matthew Vincent and this is FT News. Bayer, the German aspirin to weed killer conglomerate, said this week that it had made a $62 billion all-cash offer for Monsanto, the US agribusiness, a deal that, if agreed, would create a huge global company providing farmers with everything from seeds to crop chemicals. It also represents the highest all-cash takeover bid ever tabled. But it looks like $62 billion in cash might not be quite enough. Analysts and investors expect Monsanto to reject the offer as being too low. And even if an improved bid is eventually agreed, any takeover is likely to invite scrutiny from competition regulators in Washington, Brussels and elsewhere. So, to assess the chances of this potential mega-deal going through, I'm joined by our Berlin correspondent, Guy Chazan, and our Chicago correspondent, Lindsay Whip. Guy, if I could come to you first. Why is Germany's buyer willing to spend quite so much? Well, essentially, their argument is this. The population of the world will reach 10 billion by 2050. And to feed the world, farmers will need to increase their productivity by 60%, especially because a lot of available agricultural land is actually shrinking due to climate change. To achieve that, to bridge that gap, they need more effective products. They need highly advanced crops and seeds. And that's where Bayer and Monsanto come in. Monsanto produces loads of genetically modified seeds which are resistant to things like drought and disease. And Bayer produces lots of chemicals that protect crops. So the combination is pretty compelling, actually. You're then going to be able to provide this enormous suite of integrated products, as they call it, to farmers. And it's a huge market. The other very important argument in all of this is that there's been massive consolidation in this sector. As we've seen recently, Dow Chemical and DuPont announced a $130 billion merger last year. ChemChina is buying Syngenta. And this is a game which everybody has to get involved with, basically. And Bayer is saying, we just have to be in there, otherwise we'll be left on the wayside. Well, getting into the game does seem to be a priority for lots of these companies, but the entry fee for this particular deal, $62 billion all in cash, seems quite a big ask. How can buyer afford that much? Well, according to analysts, they're going to have to raise about $38 billion or €34 billion of debt to finance the deal. They're also going to have to do a big capital raise something like $15.5 billion, which investors don't seem very happy about. Raising that kind of debt is going to really stretch their balance sheet, especially if it has to raise the offer price. I think it's perhaps also fair to say that some investors don't necessarily like some of the things that Monsanto does. Um, It is a company that has certain reputational issues, is it not? Exactly. It has huge reputational issues in Europe and in Germany, Bayer's home market. Obviously, Bayer is a very international company, and it says that genetically modified seeds, that's not an issue in other markets such as the US and Latin America. It's only a little obsession and hobby horse of the Europeans. Bayer executives don't think that Europe will actually allow GMO crops for the next 20 to 30 years. So that market is effectively closed off to them. But they're not really that bothered about the reputational issue, although they have hired reputation management companies to deal with the backlash, which is already happening. 
Certainly in the German press, there's been a slew of commentary over the last few days which have savaged Monsanto and suggested that Bayer could be doing itself tremendous harm by uh, trying to buy Monsanto. So if Monsanto were to turn around and say, sorry, $62 billion in cash is not enough, what does Bayer do? Does it have the firepower to go higher? Could other bidders emerge? It could go higher, but company executives have stressed to us that they're also very financially disciplined and have in the past walked away from deals. So there has been a history with Bayer of walking away from deals if they got too expensive. Well, let's now turn to Monsanto, whose response we still await. Lindsay, we've seen Monsanto in sort of the recent past try three times to become an acquirer itself. It's tried to buy the Swiss agribusiness Syngenta those three times. Why would it now entertain being taken over by buyer? Well, I'm not sure it really wants to entertain being a target instead of an acquirer. As you said, yes, it tried three times and failed to buy the agribusiness Syngenta. And that was one of the things that the chairman and chief executive, Hugh Grant, was very, very keen to try and achieve. And the failure in that led them to then wholly readjust their strategy to then try and convince investors that no, no, big mega deals weren't necessary for Monsanto, but instead what they would be doing would be looking at smaller deals that revolved around the importance of innovation. And so it's been really quite a surprise to investors and analysts that they are now a target instead. And the board, I'm sure, are not very keen on that. But Monsanto isn't free from problems, as Guy was mentioning. The broader operating environment is pretty difficult in the U.S. at the moment and globally with falling crop prices. And then the strong dollar compounds that problem, hurting the exports of companies like Monsanto. So there are issues. And given that, there is a price for everything and everybody. So I think that at some point, if the price is high enough, they would have to entertain it, especially if shareholders started taking it seriously. What have shareholders been saying, or at least intimating, as far as you can tell? Well, the share price really says it all. The stock had been down over the past year due to the broader problems that I just talked about. They've been shedding jobs and they've had a profit warning, etc. But when rumours started emerging that Bayer would be interested in a takeover of the company, the share price did rise about 5% for a couple of days. But since the actual price of the bid came out, there really wasn't that much of a reaction. It rose about 4 to 5% yesterday, but that's nowhere near the 122 initial bid, which shareholders and analysts have been saying is really way too low for what Monsanto would entertain. Today, Reuters have published a story saying that Monsanto is rejecting that bid, something that Monsanto has not responded to. And the share price again of Monsanto, it's gone up a little bit. But really, I think shareholders don't think at this point there is a serious offer being placed on the table that is worth buying into. Might it also reflect the fact that this is not necessarily going to be an easy deal, even if the bid is improved? There will be regulatory considerations. Absolutely. In the US particularly, I think, given that there has been you know, a whole range of consolidation agreed over the past year, whether it's the Syngenta, ChemChina, or whether it is the DuPont and Dow, having yet another mega deal raises lots of questions over pricing for farmers and ranchers for seeds and control over the supply chain, what that does for prices, what that does for innovation. And have any of these customers, have the farmers come out and expressed an opinion about the mooted deal? 
Yes, the National Farmers Union in the U.S. has been um, pretty vocal about all of the consolidation in the industry at the moment. They're very keen that the Department of Justice look at the deals critically, given the issues that I just outlined. And one of the sort of broader issues they've brought up with me is the idea of having an increasing amount of foreign ownership of the U.S. food supply chain. So they're just very much concerned in all sorts of areas. So clearly concerns on the part of customers, on the part of shareholders. Guy, if I could just come back to you, how do you think this might pan out? I know it's difficult to tell because it's still a live bid situation. It's tricky. I think that my hunch is that Monsanto will reject this bid and Bayer will have to come back with a sweetened offer. But I don't think Bayer can continue doing that ad infinitum. I mean, there's been so much concern over how much this deal is going to stretch their balance sheet that I think they'll be under enormous pressure to restrain themselves in terms of the kind of bid that they can make for Monsanto. So we'll see. But yeah, it's very much a running story. It's going to be fascinating to see how it all plays out in the coming days. It certainly is. And Lindsay, I'll give you the last words. We're waiting to hear if Monsanto is going to reject. Would you be surprised if they did? I wouldn't be surprised if they rejected. I'd be very surprised if they accepted at this price. I think the other options out there are if, as I think some analysts have mentioned, if there was some possibility of creating a venture with buyers agrichemicals business that didn't involve a whole takeover. And then obviously the other angle is whether the German BASF ends up coming in with an offer, but that's all still very much speculation at the moment. Yes, lots of angles for us all to pursue. I will let you go and do that. So for now, thank you both very much indeed. And for more on the Bayer Monsanto bid, do remember to look out for the latest stories at ft.com forward slash companies. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. The latest episode of The Next Five podcast is all about AI and the business travel sector. I speak to Tim LaBelle, head of product for SAP Concur Spend Solutions. We'll have so much data that our travel will be safer. Shelley Fletcher-Bryant, VP of Advito. AI can certainly contribute to more eco-friendly travel practices. And author and public speaker, Theo Lau. AI can help us predict when it will be a peak travel, more delays, cancelled flights. Listen to the full episode of The Next Five wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy.